Straight Fire and Flow with Kim and Tara, where we talk mindset, energetic, soulpreneurship, and business, expanding your freaking mind and elevating your entire being. You guys, this is straight honesty, no scripts, pure divine wisdom and downloads given directly to you. And today we're talking with Abigail White, who is an intuitive guide, healer, medical intuitive, and the owner and founder of her company, Breath of Life. Welcome, Abigail. Hi. All right. As we begin this conversation, you guys, first off, Abigail is like wildly fucking fascinating and (laughs) just like who she is as a human, but her level of awareness, her level of knowledge, um, the beautiful spiritual gifts that she has tapped into, she pulls that into everything that she does, into every single program that she offers. Um, but we want to like get into the juiciness. Um, this is going to be a way woo episode that we fucking love. And we're going to put this woo into practicality. So it'll be super yummy. Um, but Abigail, why don't you go ahead and just like, tell us a little bit about what what life is like in your world personally and or professionally? Oh God, that's such a, that's such a deep question. And thank you so much for having me one. Um, Ever since I like found you guys, like, and I don't even say it's found. I say like I was gifted you guys that I literally have been like your biggest fans. And I feel like I, like, I, it feels a little creepy to me because I'm like, I collect so I I'm just so blessed um for what my life is like personally and professionally personally it's a lot of navigating uh the woo right as we call it the spiritual with the like scientific so I'm a nurse by trade um spent many, many, many a moon, (laughs) many years studying how to be scientific, how to test things scientifically, how to understand science and the research and how to do it and understand the human body on a level that is very, very physical. And then being indoctrinated into a very broken, very patriarchal, well, very patriarchal, now very broken system. Um, And then on the opposite side of that, I always was intuitive. I was always psychic. I always could see things and hear things and I knew things without understanding. And so it made growing up like kind of difficult, but, um, (laughs) but there are a select number of us, I feel that were just we remembered that our weirdness was a gift and that Mm. it doesn't matter what anybody says it doesn't matter who says it more importantly don't let that go and so even when I had my mom telling me like shut it down you're not going to be able to survive like this life is going to be really hard I was like well I guess my life is going to be hard and so going into full-on spiritual, metaphysical, esoteric side of life, just demanding understanding of everything that that we cannot see. And at this point in my life, now at 33, just being like, I see all the connections. I, I am totally in on like, okay, so this is how the unseen affects the scene. And this is how the scene understands the unseen. And so it's this beautiful amalgamation of just what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, 
fucking everything that you just said. It gave me like the soul bumps, you know? Um, but like the, I love, let me go back to the one part about where you were talking about as a child. Like there were some of us who l- leaned into that weird, right? Like leaned into it and fully expressed it. And like for Tara and I, I just had this realization just the other day. I can remember, this is hilarious, but <laughs> you know, I share all shit, all the shit. I can remember sitting in my mom's room and re-watching um oh my god what's that movie with drew barrymore kiss never been kissed never been kissed, never been kissed. love Which that movie. All, love that movie but also highly inappropriate <laughs> but um <laughs> um but um i literally like rewatched that movie like three times that day hashtag i should have known i had hd adhd right fucking then but anywho just watched it on replay and i was staring at the old vcrs you know how they had like a red little dot that would like shine out I literally can actively remember staring at it and thinking to myself, oh, like I have the power to turn that off. I could turn that off if I wanted to and trying to like focus on it and focus on it and focus on it. And that memory popped in the other day of how many little times and little moments that my little girl self recognized that there was so much more fucking out here. Um, There were witchy moments. There were all sorts of things, but to be quite honest, I totally hid that side of myself. I totally didn't tap into it. I didn't want to express that weirdness. And Tara, like, I don't know if you want to jump in yeah, here I, with a little well, bit. Yeah. I didn't even think about this, but you saying that just, you both of you just like completely reminded me that I can remember being um, on the playground when I was in like, I must have been like third grade. And I remember my grandma made me this like purple poodle skirt. <laughs> I love that so much. And and I remember like in the being in this skirt and swinging on the swings and the swing next to me, there, there was not someone there, but it was swinging and I could see someone there. And I was having this entire conversation and it was like, I just remember like, it was something that happened often. Like I often had these conversations, but I never ever shared that with anyone. And I don't even know when, but like completely shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I, I wanted to kind of touch upon that because it's so twofold. So obviously Abigail had mentioned um, at the beginning of this, that she's collected us. <laughs> um, <laughs> I collect uh, the weirdos. Yes. Probably. The weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, Abigail was actually in one of our Micromind containers, but in the same breath, like the way that Tara and I operate, like in all containers is We like to look at ourselves as a teacher, but we also like to look at ourselves as a student. Like every container is an open forum for us all to learn from each other and and to bring our expertise to the table and let everybody kind of jump in from that. And so Abigail, like while in that moment, you came in to learn from us, there's this aspect of Abigail who has always touched and like been been in touch with the side of herself and has always expressed the side of herself where it allowed us to be a student in that way as well. And recognizing that, you know, all of us, like our level of consciousness and our level of awareness and wherever we're at, there is, it does not matter. There is so much to be learned from each other and from us being open and honest. Like it quite literally doesn't matter where you are on this fucking ladder of of consciousness. There is a, a learning opportunity in fucking everything. Yes, 100%. And I think that that is probably 
guys, if there is nothing else that you take away from listening to this, please, please like hear that if nothing else. And and hopefully yeah. like you'll take a lot away from this, but that there is literally like everything that you experience, everything you hear, everything you read, everything you watch, everything you do, every emotion you have, there is always, always something to learn from always. And, and the fact that we get to learn from people that like all of those things happen with another person that's like that's the icing on the cake like yeah. that's just cool like who who wants to like learn that shit on their own <laughs> like, yeah. like how boring and like sad would that be like every person that we get to interact with is such yeah. a gift it's such yeah. a blessing yeah and it's like a miracle in that moment you know i read um two parts here. You're going to love this because she just finished. We just read The Valkyries by uh, Paulo Coelho. I don't know how to say his last name. Yes. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. But, but in Conversations with God and in The Valkyries, there's this like concept of that every single, like what if every human you come into contact with is actually just an angel? Mm-hmm. And there is in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form, like guidance there. There is in some way, shape or form, a lesson there. And what if instead of like entering into each of these, you know, like sometimes we enter in like aggressive states or we enter into a relationship with like all the shit we've been carrying and we forget to see that in this fucking moment, the human in front of me, this conversation we're having is actually just an angel here for my evolution. And I'm here for them. (laughs) It's like mind blowing completely. Well, and like, it, it makes me think that like, especially when we get in, you know, like again, back to like, like collecting these <laughs> weirdos, collecting all of these angels. Right. Um, but like what that does, I feel like, and just like in this conversation, like it gives each of us even more permission to be like, oh yeah, to embrace all of these like, um, parts that we've kept like hidden, you know, the parts that we aren't ready to show yet. And when one person like says, oh, but like, this is, this is my normal. Like this, this is what I do. And then you're like, holy shit, I do that too, but I would have never told anyone. Right. And then you like one by one start to give that permission. And then it just keeps expanding and expanding. Yeah. I love that so much. And that is the legitimate reason I feel like that we're on this planet is to expand and I I there are so many different teachers they use so many different words for it so really like you know take what feels good to you and like leave the rest but I use the term conscious evolution that if that we are here to to one remember that we are divine and two that we are here to be the creator of our reality and there and in order to be the creator of our reality we have to consciously evolve we have to consciously choose to unlock everything and anything that is inside of us and utilize those things to become to make our worlds become and if you if you choose not to then that that's not a that's not saying that you're like sad or anything like that yeah. just it just means that in this particular incarnation in this particular moment in time your the lesson that you have to learn is something other than is some some facet that equals out to that so yeah. that being the ultimate goal and whether or not you understand that to be true is n- not really um, an issue <laughs> like everybody yeah. will reach there <laughs> yeah yeah no I love this too um randomly I Tara I haven't had a chance to talk about this and 
whatever. It's so fresh. So I'll just, I'll tell you anyway, my little, I had a conversation with my little sister last night who literally is in the beginning stages of a spiritual awakening. And so last night she was like thinking that she's been like crying upset for weeks. And she's like, I think it's because of da 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 da. And I just kept getting, I was like, this has fucking nothing to do with that. Like, you are literally the dark night of the soul because all your trauma is coming to the surface right now. And for me, I'm like, this is oh, yummy. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> but she paused. And regardless of the conversation, she paused for a second. And she, I said to her, I was like, I keep choosing my evolution. Tara keeps choosing her evolution. You, Abigail, we keep choosing. And so we continuously are going through this this um rebirth I don't I really don't like the term death like it, it just feels like your ego is letting go right it's letting go more and more and your spirit is leading the way um but we keep choosing it and my little sister was like this is so heavy why do you keep choosing it why do you keep choosing the evolution the expansion and I, I think like for, for her, she was like, I think once I get to a certain point, she was literally talking about how like her brain felt like it was going to break. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like, how this, that's how this works. Um, awesome. Yes. Um, but like in that moment, she was like, I, I feel like once I get through this, I don't want to choose anymore. I don't need to know anymore. I don't need to and whatnot. And I really, truly like you, if you are somebody that continuously chooses it over and over again, and you're like, God, I am here. I am going all the fucking way. Like that's literally what you signed up for in this lifetime. Yes. Yes. And that, not to be, not to be afraid of it. Yeah. Right. Totally. Like, yeah. You, and, and I think people, I think people get too stuck in the fact that like right now it's hard, right? Like in that moment, in that dark night of the soul. Cause you know, if you, if you've done this work or if you have any sort of self-awareness at all, you, everybody has gone through this. Right. Yeah. And we get, you have to, the, the, the uh, uh, the mental acrobatics of it all, the heart acrobatics of it all is not getting stuck in how bad it feels right now to to acknowledge that it feels like that and to say and to then parent yourself or coach yourself and be like, but it's OK, like, yeah. come back here, come back in into me, come back into my heart space and be able to breathe number one, breath is life and, and, and shameless plug for my business. Um, <laughs> um, but like to be able to then say this too shall pass or yeah. like Maya Angelou so brilliantly says, and I shall rise. Right. Mm. And still I rise like, yeah. and, and to be able to then project and to see, right that after this moment is bliss, is joy, is excitement, is more, is ease, is whatever word lights you up. Because after, after that, what I, and I don't say this to freak nobody out, but once you get to that point, it really is hard to say, nah, now I'm done. Like I've learned everything. Yeah. yeah. What comes after that, 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 that mind blowingness propels you to like experience more of it. And, yeah. and I will say that like the dark nights of the soul, like they, they do, once you reach a certain point, they end, you stop seeing it that way. You stop yeah. experiencing it in such painful realization. You stop manifesting it in that way. It needs yeah. to manifest that way in the beginning because otherwise 
you would never understand that that's what's happening. But eventually it stops being that and it starts being more interesting, more, um, more complex than just pain. Yeah. And so the, it becomes an adventure, an adventure that you love to go on. God, I love this conversation. Love that. Um, yeah, it's like, that, that's what I said to her last night. I said, it's almost like the the original trigger is the depth of despair that you're in, the depth of pain that you're in. That to me, I said to her, I was like, it's like the way that I looked at it is that it woke me up. It pulled my soul so fast into it because it was the first time I was fully feeling at that depth. And so it like triggered your consciousness to like, go, fuck, we're going right on up. And so we're going to see everything. <laughs> so I I love all this. I love all this. This is such juiciness. But I also want to tap into a little bit of, I just feel like <laughs> our audience would love a little bit of a conversation around so Abigail, I, I don't even know, I don't even know the fullness of this, but you know, I've, I've heard you express about um, like astral projection, about going into different um, higher dimensions and, and whatnot. So I wonder if you could maybe speak a little bit about what that, what that looks like for you and what that even is. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to be very honest that like one of my, one of my, uh, my other teachers actually like introduced me to this and then I've just added my own judge to the whole thing. Um, so when I teach now, like it, it is always with this understanding that um, the, the foundations of it, the roots of this come, comes from this beautiful soul named Sonia G. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't like checked her out on in Instagram, shameless plug to her and like how she, basically like starts you on this journey um love but um she well let me say it like this her introduction for me really was a an understanding that I had everything that I needed already inside of me in order to become more and so she's kind of an astral projection astral traveling queen and so me learning that was something that I hadn't even realized until she had said it so now I utilize it in a in a very specific way of learning how to one understand yourself to a whole new level and being able to not only understand it but to take it one step further and to tell other people to communicate it effectively so that you can celebrate it so that everyone can celebrate celebrate each other and then it all 100% in how to heal and how to heal all aspects of yourself spiritual physical mental all the things so really creating the it all starts with going into your heart space creating a very strong grounded link between the earth and your heart and then linking both both aspects of yourself, your emotional, your heart to your logical, your brain, and then pushing everything you are up through your chakras, up into the cosmos and accessing the different portals of energy that are our chakras. So if anybody, you know, is, I'm sure that your viewers are well aware of the chakras or, or are delving into them already, but chakras, Sanskrit word for wheel, um, they're, there are swirling balls of energy, but also extreme areas, co- extremely concentrated areas of knowledge, portals of knowledge that we can access through our conscious intention. So my 
forms of, of astral projection really just um, equates to me taking all that I am, all my consciousness, connecting with my higher self, and then going and journeying through these portals of knowledge to unlock, to attain, to uh, to download whatever it is that whatever word you choose to use. Sure, sure. Uh, I love it. I love it. And so how like, um, I know I can't remember like one day, I think you this is what happened. Like one day I had posted something in our stories about like feeling super low or whatever. And um, energy, I was like energetically depleted. And homie girl like at the time I think it was like I had my period I <laughs> it was also light not Lionsgate portal but it was some fucking portal there was some eclipse going on there was all this jazz and like Abigail gets in our dms and she's like well listen I was just in that da 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 realm and like this is what I saw and like this is what it is and let me translate it all for you so <laughs> I was like thank you <laughs> <laughs> totally my like terrible bad habit of like giving unsolicited advice <laughs> no, I am Welcome. we're open we're open and so, but like, so for you, like when you do um, medical intuitive messages, when you're doing um, some of your healing, just some of your intuitive work in general, is this an aspect that you always tap into? Like, is it in conjunction with what you're doing all the time? Or is this more like a specialty that you do? Do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. So the, the general do it every day is really like, I, at this point, point I view this as I am consistently every day practicing or tapping into higher levels of consciousness all the time and doing higher level energy energy management skills in order to increase my own awareness but also my own auric field and the energy that I put out in order to in like create my re reality in my space and it's like a constant practice of like pushing it out and seeing how far I can get my reality to actually go yeah. and through that, then processing the information that I get. And if that includes doing a reading for somebody, doing a medical intuitive reading, for example, I'm utilizing all of that energy work and all of that management to um, to assess what's going on in their body. And I'm actually bringing a lot of that into my own body. And in order to do that, I have to I have to have a real strong connection between heaven and earth. And I have to then go up in order to like come down sure um so that's kind of the everyday aspect the specialty aspect aspect of it comes when i'm doing a actual healing so there's two parts to like the medical intuitive reading or to what i teach within my courses always i'm always teaching both aspects of there's the there's the accessing interpreting or the reading part and mm -hmm. then there's the healing part the control the mastery right and so the specialty comes in when I have to access energies, pull them down, and then direct them with control and intention to actually sure. help somebody heal something or me helping facilitating holding space for somebody to pull and access that down mm -hmm. and utilize it within their own body for control. And, okay. and to do whatever healing that is required for them. So it's a little bit of both. Sure. Okay. So fucking fascinating. Like totally dig it. But so now like let's go into your human for a second. <laughs> this is how Tara and I like translate all the time. It's like you're in your spirit, you're in your human. And then sometimes you're in a blend <laughs> of both. But like, okay, let's talk about the human for a second. So you're a nurse. So in this line of work, like obviously you're a natural healer. 
That's why you're in the work that you are. Is there a part of you that has to almost like shut off that spirit because of like Western medicine practices or like how, what does that look like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I do, I, at this point I have developed a level of control that allows me to turn it on, turn it off. I, I, so I work in the emergency room. So, um, and I work in a very busy emergency room. There's always people in there, always, always. There's never a time when there's not pain, trauma, disease, dysfunction present around me at all times. Mm-hmm. And I have at this particular gig, I take on at least three patients if I'm, you know, actually doing the like nursing work and I'm taking a, what we call an assignment in medicine. Um, if I'm out in triage, I'm literally seeing almost every patient that comes through that door and I'm at yeah. interacting with their energy, with whatever issue it is that they're dealing with. And so um, I, this really is like a, um, a thing to understand, like for all of those like medical intuitives or people who are medically curious or to the nurses or medic- medical people that are your listeners, that if you do not go home feeling drained every day, it's because you have naturally tapped into a level of control that you should probably learn to understand <laughs> um, or just be really freaking grateful for it. If you are a medical professional and you are going home tired every single day, it's because you are leaking energy or you are bringing in other other people's energy and you are not controlling your field. You should not go home energetically drained. So yeah, so I do control it. I do turn it on, turn it off. I use it very specifically. Um, and like, I know when I need to turn it on so that I can do my job very, very well. Um, I can pretty much tell you if I wanted to, what everybody's problem is prior to like labs being done and whatever, because of how I can like see and interact, but it is an energy, like it takes energy from me. So I use it very specifically. And there's also, I mean, in medicine, we call it HIPAA. You don't, um, you don't like get into people's knowledge business that you don't need to. So I am in my energetic work. I am very, very specific. Unless there is a reason for me to do it, I do not get into people's energy. That's just I love that. I fucking I so agree. Conversation. We literally just had this conversation because the other day I was on the phone with my little sister and my little sister again prior to having this whole spiritual awakening conversation. I was just like re-energetically reading her. And so she was like, well, can you read this other person? And I said, yeah, but not going to like that is so invasive. It's so intrusive. I don't want other people randomly reading my energy. Like there is, I love it. It's like the HIPAA of the energetic world. (laughs) Oh my God. That's hysterical. Okay. So then last question, and this is like really human, but I mean, I feel like I already know your answer to this, but I want our like listeners to actually hear this. So, um, Western medicine, Let's pretend that there weren't so many like rules and regulations and that it wasn't very specific to the book, black and white, like this is what you do, this is what what it is. And it got to be a blend of both what we know, both data plus your actual, who you are and your actual gifts. Like, what do you think? <laughs> um, I don't think I know. 
I can tell you that I know for like a fact one, because like, I'm going to actually create this. So like in the process right now, so breath of life will one day um, become very, and I'm like willing this into existence right now will be called breath of life oasis and it will be a school slash resort spa slash hospital slash relaxation space it'll be completely 100 sustainable um utilizing as many of the natural elements that we can have there's going to be we're going to grow our own food we're going to have 24-hour like cooks and chefs you're going to be able to do programming where you can come for three days to two weeks and we're going to you're going to tell us what it is that you want to start working on and we're going to help get you from where you are to where you want to be and give you the tools necessary, help you access whatever it is. At the same time, we're going to have medical professionals who have been board certified to help you like actually hold your physical body because there's so much um, that people misunderstand, including those of us within the light worker space that feel like if you only do the energetic work, then you're going to like fix whatever problem it is. And I can't tell you how ignorant that is because you yeah. really, you see, we're already doing that in the medical field already. We're already thinking, well, if you only deal with the physical, then you're going to be fine. If we just feel I, this thing, it's ignorant. There's, yeah. we are a divine piece of God inside of a physical entity. Why wouldn't you need to support both in order to fully heal? That is actually, true balance that is actually true holistic healing it's not about saying well i'm not going to take a fucking tylenol or i'm only going to you know drink tea it's about saying when do i need to do either in order to support me the best and help me as a whole thing enhance and become the most efficient creature being soul that i possibly can be and so that will be the the way that oasis runs and then of course the school part of it is going to be there's going to be like years one through four or something like that i don't know i haven't fully fleshed yeah. that out yet but you know you you come in and you graduate and we teach right. you the skills and we teach you the knowledge that you need and and really a lot of it because of how i see this um the souls that are coming in, they've already lived multiple lives. They're, these students are going to not so much need me and the school or Oasis as a way to learn, but as a way to feel like they are not crazy. Sure. And we really will be rewriting what it looks like to do medicine and yeah. to heal people. So, yeah, that's uh, the future. <laughs> I just told you guys the future. It's fine. <laughs> That's, That's beautiful. That's beautiful, yeah. yeah, and like it, I feel like it just truly supports. It's not even like it supports. It's like it's it's the future. It's the way. Like anybody that is still looking at, um, just like Western practices, looking at the way, like America, like this is real, whatever. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, looking at the way the systems here in America have worked, like if you're still looking at it, going like, "Oh, things, this is just the way it is. This is the way it, you know, whatever." No, it in fact, it's not working, and therefore, part of this whole new way is what you're talking about. It's the way. It's the blend of the human reality with the spirit. It's the it's that blend of looking at a whole human and recognizing there's so many different facets to us 
not just the physical body, not just your spiritual body, not just your energetic body, like whatever it is. Um, so I feel like, damn girl, that was straight fire. <laughs> that was straight fire. So on that note, you guys, if you want to connect with Abigail or learn more about her offerings, you're going to go ahead and find a link in our show notes. But Abigail, do you want to share your handle for Instagram or TikTok here? Yeah, yeah. So I am at the easiest place to get to me is IG, to be honest. I'm on TikTok, but I really couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to, yeah. to Kim and Tara and like, they can put it in the show notes for you. But um, I am at... Uh, breath of life underscore healer. So breath of life underscore healer um, for IG. And then um, my website is www.breathoflifellc.com. So um, there you can find all the things. All the things. Abigail, thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation. Oh, thank you for having me. I was so excited and just love you guys so much. Thank you for everything that you do, everything you are, everything you be, everything you bring into being. I just cannot tell you how blessed this world is to have you, seriously. All right, guys. Well, you can catch our next show next week um, on Wednesday, which is sure to be another mystical, magical mindset strategy. All the things of being a spiritual being conversation. We will see you next week and have a great day. 